And what is it about this? You guys, we just, we get in our cars to travel. We get on in the airport, you know, and, and I get this question all the time from people. They say, Christy, what can I pack for travel snacks? Now we don't even say the word snack in the code red lifestyle. We don't even say the word. We don't even use it as our vocabulary. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. I'm solo. I'm solo. I'm riding solo. You guys remember that old song, like from 15 years ago or something? I'm solo today, and Carrie could really give me some, you know, some good thoughts on all. All of you guys could give me some good thoughts on this. But today we're going to talk about eating to pass the time. Ooh, I know you can relate to me on this, eating to pass the time. To give you some context, let me tell you how this whole thing came about. I travel a fair bit, as you guys know. Even like before COVID, I was traveling a lot, a lot. Even through COVID, I continued to travel every month. And then now I travel about twice a month, every other week or so. I'm gone. I also go to my cabin every week when I'm home, I spend the weekdays there. Usually I go up on a Sunday night. I spend Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or I go up on a Monday. I spend Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I like to spend midweek at my cabin at Tamarack and weekends in Boise, opposite of the crowd. But I also travel down to Tucson. I'm always in Salt Lake City. And gosh, I mean, we've been to Texas a couple of times. I've been to Kentucky many times now visiting my sister, always going somewhere. And recently, what was I doing? What was I? Oh, I was coming home from Tucson. That's right. And I had a layover in Salt Lake City and it was evening. It was late. It was late at night. I'm trying to get, I should have thought about all this before I pushed a button, but that's okay. You're going to get, you're just going to get it in real time. So I noticed I you know, wasn't hungry at all. When I left Tucson, I left at 5 PM. I had already eaten. As you guys know, I get real sick if I eat after 2 PM. I just, I have to go to bed for me very empty. I cannot go to bed with, with food in my stomach. I have to be empty. So eating at really eating after noon is not an option for me. And no later than two, even after two, I'm really getting, I just don't sleep well. I just don't, I don't do well. So I had eaten my meal one meal two, and I had closed my feeding window. So I was good to go. Okay. I I'm real good about my, my water when I travel. And I was walking through the Salt Lake City Airport and they have a brand new Delta Lounge. And I'm a big fan of Delta Airlines. I've really tried to only fly them. I can count on them. They have just a really good fits into my life really nicely. And the Delta Lounge at the Salt Lake City Airport is beautiful. And I can get a lot of work done. It's huge. I really like it. I can get coffee if I want, you know, but they also have really great food. (laughs) I would mean it's not Chandler's. It's not like, but for a lounge, it ain't too bad. I mean, you can get tacos in there. You can get chocolate chip cookies. You can get lobster bisque soup. You can get cookies and crackers and, and cheese, and you can get keto items and you can get sandwiches and prepackaged stuff and pudding and yogurt and ice cream. And you can get all kinds of stuff in there. That's what you pay for. And 
so I'm in the lounge and I'm, I have, I have a three hour layover. I have plenty of work to do. I am not hungry at all. I'm drinking my water, not hungry at all. My head's down. I, I am working away. I've got tons of work to do. And I start thinking about eating and I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I should eat something. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's late. It's 7 PM at this point. And I'm like, maybe I should eat something. And I mean, the, the lounge is packed even this late in the lounge is packed. It's a Thursday night. And people are coming and going with their food and with their drinks. You can get bar. I don't drink alcohol, but you can get anything you want at the bar, you know, and they just soda, whatever the heck you want, you can get it in the lounge. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm starting to think maybe I should, uh, maybe I should eat something. I am not hungry. And I know better, even though I'm going to be getting home at midnight, I know better than to eat. I immediately caught myself. I looked up. And I looked around because I always place myself in the back of the lounge, you know, up against my back, up against the wall and tucked into a corner because normally I'm doing a live video or I'm talking to my phone. I don't want to disrupt the other guests. And I try to tuck into a corner where I'm not going to. I I like to stand up. So I'm way back in the back and my head whips up and I start looking around. I'm like, maybe I should eat something. Maybe you should eat something. And immediately I catch myself and I said, whoa, where's this coming from? What's going on here? Because you're not hungry. You're not thirsty. I mean, I'm practically waterlogged from drinking so much water and I've got my hydro charge and my water. So it tastes good. I know I don't need coffee this late. I know better than that because I am going to go to sleep when I get home. It's going to be late, but I'm going to go to sleep. And why am I thinking this? Why am I wanting to eat? I have work to do. I'm not stressed. I'm not upset. I'm not emotionally eating. Why am I doing this? Why do I want food right now? Why all of a sudden is this urge coming on me so strong to want to eat? And so I really stopped for a second and I started to kind of turn inward and search why this is happening. And it hit me, you guys, like a ton of bricks. And I said, oh my gosh, I know what's going on. I'm eating to pass the time. I'm just eating to pass the time. No, I'm not eating because I'm bored because I'm not bored. I got a ton of work to do that's going to take me all the way up until I get on and we go back. We go to Boise. So I'm not bored. I'm not anxious. I'm fine. I've talked to my husband. We're we're doing okay. Everything's fine with the dogs. I've talked to my sister, Carrie, like we're I'm doing fine. I'm not emotionally freaking out. I'm not having like nothing. I'm not getting triggered, guys. I'm not getting triggered here. Why am I feeling this overwhelming urge to want to eat? You want to eat to pass the time. That's all it is. It's just something to do to pass the time. Have you noticed this about yourself? And I was talking to Andrea about this when it when it kind of came over me. I was like, oh, and I knew she was awake. And I was like, you are not going to believe what I just caught myself doing. And I shared it with her. And she goes, you know what? She said that makes so much sense. She goes, every time I get in my car to drive to Orfino, which is about a five hour drive north. She said, I always want to eat. And what is it about this? You guys, we just, we get in our cars to travel. We get on in the airport, you know, and and I get this question all the time from people. They say, Christy, what can I pack for travel snacks? Now we don't even say the word snack in the code red lifestyle. We don't even say the word. We don't even use it as our vocabulary. I won't even allow the word snacks. It's we're super militant about that. We're super protective. We don't say it. We don't write it. We don't let other people say it. And we don't pack snacks. If you want to say the right phrase, if you mean a meal, Christy, what can I do to pack a meal? Okay. Like use the right. If you meant meal, well, then that's fine. I mean, say 
say the word meal. That's fine. But don't say, you know, snacks and mean snacks. Don't actually say that word because you'll watch me just my head will explode. And people always say this to me. They always say, what can I pack while I'm traveling for snacks? What makes you think you need a snack? What makes you think you need a snack? But we seem to think we need snacks when we travel, don't we? We seem to think we're going to need to eat. But yet, unless you're climbing Machu Picchu or unless you're climbing the, and you're, you're hiking through the Dolomites in Alta Badia, Italy, you don't need snacks just because you're traveling. What makes you think you need to eat any differently during travel than when you are at home? But we think we do. We, we keep thinking we need snacks. And I, I don't understand. And I think that some of people, they pack snacks for their kids. I'm not, I'm still not a fan of, of snacking with kids. I don't think they need it. I don't think they need to be fed all the time. They just like, they just, if we feed them to shut them up half the time, we feed them to occupy them. And that's what we're doing for ourselves. We're feeding ourselves to occupy ourselves. We're feeding ourselves some, sometimes out of boredom, but mostly just to pass the time because we don't have anything else to do. It just hit me. I guess I never really thought about it. I knew people eat out of boredom, like when you first become retired and you're and you're an empty nester and you don't really have much going on because you've only ever worked outside the home for all your career. And now you're bored at home, which a lot of people are when they retire, they're bored and they eat because they're bored. That's one thing you can emotional eat. That's something else. But eating to pass the time really isn't associated with anything else except for just eating just just to do it just to because you're trying to wait and get through that time to get the next thing that you've got that you're waiting for especially in airports and and it doesn't help that there is food every step you take there's a bathroom and then there's a kiosk there's a bathroom and then there's a restaurant then there's a bathroom then there's a sandwich shop and then there's a bathroom i mean like they they make sure they get you you know and of course it's $9 for it's $11 for a salad and it has barely two ounces of chicken on it, you know, so it's super expensive. So it's really, it's so interesting to me how people's, their minds change, their minds switch when it comes to travel, either in the car or by plane. And they think they need to eat to pass the time. And you just automatically want to do it. It could be the fact that you're being bombarded, that you're, that you're, you know, the deck is stacked against us because we've got food surrounding us. It could be that, but not like on the way, like when Andrea is driving to Orfino, I've made that trip up north many times and I feel the same way. And there aren't a lot of gas stations along the way. So it's not like you're getting bombarded by all these gas stations and all these this fast food stuff. You know, it's not that's not what's making you want to do it. It's just something to do. We eat because it's just something to do. And this is a huge, 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 huge problem for people. And I'm so glad that I saw that for myself that it was, I thought whenever I've ever wanted to eat while I was traveling, it was because there was a problem. Like I was emotionally eating or because I was triggered or something, but it really, it doesn't need to be anything earth shattering. It could be just because that's what you kind of just do when you travel hardly. I'm never, I'm never hungry because I time my meals, but it was a real big wake up call to realize and to finally put my finger on the fact that, Oh, I'm just eating to pass the time because I want to get home. I, I can imagine for someone else who doesn't have work to do, who might, you know, might not have anything to do. You're just sitting there. The urge to eat is even greater. 
Now, what can you do? What can you do? So now we've identified the problem. The problem is that you eat to pass the time. The problem is also that you're somewhere where you're surrounded by food. That doesn't make things easier, but you have to rise above that. What can you do? Number one, you can chew gum. Those of you guys who are watching on YouTube, I have a little plastic cup full of gum and I keep it full of gum. Okay. (laughs) I have gum everywhere. Uh, Right here in my backpack is full of gum in the front zipper. I keep gum with me all the time because if I forget my gum from home, I have to buy it on the road and it's always going to be more expensive than when I get it in bulk off Amazon, you know. But chewing gum is going to help that. It's going to keep that flavor in your mouth. You know, it's going to keep that fresh flavor in your mouth. That's really going to help. And I don't care what flavor. As long as it's sugar-free, you're good to go. Don't die on that bridge. Like, just get yourself some gum. I mean, get yourself some sugar-free, like I said. But don't worry about, like, it's one gram of calorie. It's like, oh, my gosh, you'll probably burn that calorie just chewing the gum. You know, the way I chew it. I chew it like a horse, you know. I chew it like a, oh, my gosh. So, That's a really big thing. The second thing, and you're probably not surprised to hear me say this, you're going to have to stay hydrated because when you are dehydrated, your body senses a lack of hydration as hunger. Even a 1% drop in hydration could yield a 10% drop in strength. So being hydrated slash or dehydrated really is a huge thing. I mean, the 10% drop in strength, that means you're just going to be tired just pulling your airport, pulling your roller luggage through the airport. If you're walking in dehydrated, if you're walking into the situation, you're going to crave dehydrated, you're going to crave sugar, you're going to be tired, you're going to feel weak, you're, you're going to just be making poor decisions. You're already setting yourself for a failure, setting yourself up for a failure if you go into this whole situation that's already hard, but you go into it dehydrated. Don't do that. Like, don't do that. Get up, follow the same pattern we always follow. We get up, we walk to the bathroom, we weigh ourselves dry. Then we turn and we get started on that first bottle of water and then keep going. You can take an empty bottle through TSA. And then when you get through, you have your Hydra Charge or you have your Ultima, you have your Redmond Relight Powder. Those are the three electrolyte powders that taste really, really, really good. And of course, the Cage Muscle is very reasonably priced, especially with the Code Red 15. And the Redmond Relight Powder is re- very reasonably priced with the Code Code Red 15. Ultima doesn't give discounts, so... I'm not going to promote them too much, but when you put that kind of really yummy tasting powder in the water and shake it up, not only is it good for you, but it tastes like candy. It tastes really good. So you're getting that. And that really, really, I mean, I don't know how I drink my water without it. You got to go into it hydrated. Put, I mean, give yourself a fighting chance for crying out loud. The next thing is make sure you do have a book, something to maybe do. Maybe you've got your AirPods in and you're listening to music. You're listening to a podcast. You're doing something to keep yourself occupied. But on the flip side of this, I like to challenge myself and not plug in. Lately, more and more since June, I have actually been unplugging more and more. I don't plug into my headphones. I don't put my headphones on when I'm walking to the airport anymore. I don't put my headphones on when I'm running or walking my dogs anymore. I'm completely unplugged. I don't put my headphones on even before I go to sleep. I don't watch a Netflix or a Disney Plus or anything before I go to sleep. I am, I always read. I'm reading a lot now. I just have read, I'm on my fourth book in two weeks. I mean, I'm blowing through books like crazy. I'm just reading a lot. And so I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be okay being just being. I'm trying to be okay just sitting. It's amazing. I mean, I just went to a spa here recently and I had to wait, I think it was six minutes before my appointment. I was waiting in the waiting room before they come get me. And I don't have anything. They don't allow cell phones 
to be out of your room at this certain spa. And so you, I didn't have anything to touch or mess with. And it is amazing how we get so used to staying occupied that we really feel weird when we don't have our phones, we don't have anything to do. And you just kind of like look around and you're staring and you're like, okay, well, and of course I start chewing my nails and I'm like, don't do that, Christy, you know? So I've been challenging myself to be okay with not having anything to do. Just sit there, just sit there, Christy. It's totally cool. Just sit there. So, you know, there on the one side, keep yourself occupied so you don't want to eat. But on the other side, if you've got a pretty good handle on it, maybe you should practice on being okay with nothing to do. That's another side of things. I'm trying to, I just know that I've gotten so comfortable being always entertained that I've, I've kind of gotten mad at myself for getting to that point. And now I'm like, okay, now it's time, now it's time to reel it in, Christy. You need to be okay just sitting with your hands folded and listening and being. Just sit there. And then maybe visit with the people around you. That's fun. So I think it's important that we identify that eating to pass the time is a very, very, very real thing. And it'll make you very, very fat. And maybe some of you gotten fat off of this kind of mindless eating. Eating to pass the time is dangerous very dangerous and a very problematic. And you got to know that it's happening to everybody. It really is. It is just a thing that we do. We want to occupy ourselves. So we eat, we keep a, you know, diet Coke between our legs or we'll keep a bag of chips between our legs and we'll just eat out of it. And it's just not good. And you can do that with nuts. I mean, you can do that with, with code red food as well. It's dangerous with any kind of food because it's mindless eating and it's not necessary. You're not eating because you're hungry. You're eating to pass the time. And that's dangerous. That's not why we eat as code red rebels. We don't do that. Food is fuel. Food is not something to keep us occupied. Food is not something to get us from one from point A to point B without having to just be okay in the moment. And believe me, I'm working on this. I've been working on this since June, being in the moment, being okay with where things are right now. And it has been really good for me. I, I have enjoyed it. I don't reach for my phone. I turn my phone off at a certain time and I don't reach for it. I don't look forward to reaching for it like I used to. I forget sometimes to even go on Instagram and check it out. I forget to check my messages sometimes. And that's really been really good for me to be less and less attached to my stuff and attached to the fact that I need to be occupied. When I lived in New York City from 2005 to 2009, it's a different world when you live that life. Now, this is, of course, long before COVID. Everything's different now. <laughs> People say, what, what makes you a New Yorker the second you start paying rent? So I guess I was a New Yorker there for four or five years. And I was so used to the hustle and the bustle and the noise. And it was so strange to see someone who didn't have their headphones in and people, you know, a million people on the island of Manhattan or there was back then. And you were so lost and you were so you were so lonely because you were you were shoulder to shoulder crowded. But there was no connection because everybody was disconnected from everybody else and nobody wanted to be in the moment. And I ate to pass the time back then. I ate for other reasons too. And I, I had that peanut M&M addiction, but talk about being plugged in. These guys are oblivious. They, they would not sit in a doctor's office and wait for their appointment without having their headphones. That would absolutely, you would turn around and go back to the house to get your headphones. You would never forget your headphones anywhere. And I, I'm a different person now, you know, but it really helps to identify this as a serious problem that even I, that even I was struggling with. Oh, wow. Like, oh, why do I want to eat? Oh, okay. Well, this is interesting. 
eating past the time. And I know you battle with this too. I know this is something that you go through or have gone through. And man, you got to get a hold of it because it will eat your lunch. It will, it'll ruin things for you. You'll get fat quick. And a lot of you guys do this on vacations and you justify it. You're like, well, we're on vacation. We're going to Maui. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to abuse food and sugar and alcohol ever. It really isn't. So I would encourage you to really get a hold of this habit and be aware of it and come against it so that it doesn't get you because man, it's insidious. It really is. Thank you for watching this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Eating to pass the time and just talking about it with me hopefully brings some, just at least me talking about it and bringing it up makes you go, okay, she, at least she understands. Yeah, I totally understand. I totally understand. But I also know we've got to work on this. This can't be a part of your life and it can't be a part of my life. Let me tell you. All right. Please rate and review and share this podcast. Join me at our Code Red events. We've got some coming up November 2021 in Boise, some in-person events. I'd love to see you on them. Guys, I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of help, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs and see what we can do for you. Until next time, Rebel on.